Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Before we get into the, the deep nasty, we have to prepare ourselves. That is true. With good stuff. Yeah. I am glad that you are here, <laughs> even though you are you have taken my yawns. Yeah. And are bringing them to the space yeah. today. How are you? I I'm chilling. I'm vibing. Hell yeah. I I had so many ideas for a happy thing, and I'm not sure which one I want to do. I okay. I'll, this is like an honor. This okay. is an honorary mention happy thing. But fucking Monster Factory is back. So that. Oh my god cody that is it was so fucking funny yes <laughs> <laughs> i i don't think they realized how desperately i needed I, how we all collectively night. needed this um so god bless monster factory is back but i had i would say like a magical experience <laughs> the other day like it felt like like a, a story that would be in like a like a storybook like a fairy tale kind of vibe this is my setup for this so so strap in i'm my expectations are so high. Continue. So I'm in like a new office situation. We've we've discussed this. Yes. Because of that, there's like a window that I look out now that is different than a, any window that I usually look at. So I see like different neighbors and people fucking around and doing their thing from time to time. And usually there's like a bunch of like squirrels and shit all over where I live. Just like fucking around, hanging out on like the back porches and shit, just being there. Okay. And so yesterday, <laughs> this person walks out, sees a squirrel just chilling, sitting on like the, um, like the ledge or whatever of this back porch that I'm fully witnessing, and he goes, oh. "This is this is good." He, <laughs> he, at some point, maybe like feeds it or like brings something out to it, and I'm like, "Okay, this is lovely and beautiful," and then goes back inside, comes back out with a film camera. And starts taking glamour shots of it for maybe, like, five minutes. Oh, my God. And, like, the sun, <laughs> it's shining. Like, it was one of those fake Chicago spring days because now it's currently snowing. So, like, yesterday was like, ooh, it's, like, 60 degrees and it's sunny and it's beautiful and outside is amazing and spring is here. Everything has the Wellbutrin filter. Right. The Wellbutrin filter <laughs> is present <laughs> on it. The clouds passed. <laughs> The sun just shined down on this little squirrel who was just posing, just doing who knows what. And this this Ugh. guy was just taking so many photos. It was just beautiful. That's my story. I thought that was amazing. What a romance. Right? Because it's like, wow, maybe life is good. Maybe, maybe people are good <laughs> fundamentally. And I just think that that was a beautiful, a, a rare chef's kiss moment. That you don't see every now and again and gives me faith in something i don't know what and so yeah but you know do you think that that squirrel had been dreaming right? of their time to shine right like this is like this life. is my moment this is it i'm gonna just slay you know <laughs> I guess. right what i want more than anything is to see those photos um but right. i what i hope more than anything is that 
that person posts them and by the nature of algorithms yeah you are able to see them oh maybe i'll do like a next door post but like hey <laughs> right <laughs> <So> yeah <laughs> if you took some glamour shots of a squirrel yesterday i witnessed it yeah misconnections it was the most beautiful thing i've ever seen can i see those pictures also can we be best friends right because you are everything that i want in a person right exactly thank you blessed photographer bespoke squirrel photographer um how are you doing my friend i mean i'm in i'm so happy now that brought such a smile to my Hell yeah. face so thank you for of sharing. course i also have a happy thing that is not surprisingly not television Ooh. this week look at us changing <laughs> changing our stick <laughs> My happy thing is that I remembered what the fucking library is, folks. Man, hell yeah. <laughs> I, for, I, so last year was using the library a lot. Mm-hmm. And then by the nature of my ADHD brain, forgot where my library card number <laughs> was. Because I don't have a physical card. Gotcha, okay. So I didn't remember the like screenshot photo that I had. <laughs> Of my number, and therefore um, I forgot that the library existed. Right, because <laughs> <laughs> it just goes away as right. one does. Right, yeah, that's how object permanence works for me. If I don't, if I don't use it all the time, then I it does not right. exist. On Tuesday of this week, I was like, oh shit, the library. I remember this. I love this. I love this. I need to remember how to use right. this. And it, it took me like going on a chat with the library and being like, can I, can you give me my library card number, please? <laughs> please. I just want to go to the library. I, need to, I just want to go to the library, please. <laughs> and it's not even go to the library. It's just like, I need, I want to use like my digital features. Right. Again, please. But I don't have my fucking library number. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I remember the library get, exists and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, shout out to the it's library. <laughs> I decided that one of the ways that I'm going to stop using my phone to doom scroll is that I'm going to continue to use some of the digital books because I love right. them, but I'm going to start ordering physical books from the <laughs> So I'm going to start figuring that out. But one of the books that I wanted to shout out is I'm very excited about because I thought that I was in a li- in a reading slump right. outside of this podcast that I was like, oh, well, maybe maybe reading isn't for me like I got <laughs> maybe i'm not a reading a literal, bitch anymore i got i got two literal degrees in right. reading but maybe that's just not for me anymore <laughs> yeah and it turns out that's not right. true yeah um, shockingly i had just been <laughs> turns out i had just been trying to read just like non-fiction books about trauma right so maybe not <laughs> Fine. my brain was like no Mm-mm. no that's hard yeah. too much so, for brain no big bad <laughs> so but i was like no that has to be a problem with reading <laughs> and not what i was it's not a me problem <laughs> it's not my selection that's right. bad it's reading right so i try to switch it up and get a fiction book instead and the book that i am halfway through right now and i folks if you want the literal antithesis to everything that we read here, like good quality shit, Oof. like all the tropes that you might enjoy, or if you don't know what you love, but you want to try right. it out, this fucking book, folks, it's called Love and Color. Ooh, I have heard of this. It is the, it's a debut collection by the author Bolu 
Baba Lola. Fuck yeah. And I saw this on Twitter this week mm-hmm. because the author retweeted a piece from the titular Jake Johnson that he had it on his bedside table. And I was like, first of all. So already targeted. (laughs) Targeted audience reached. Right. (laughs) It is, it's a short story collection, which already my brain, I'm here. Love it, yeah. Got it, great. But every short story in this are, they're mythical tales from around the world and they're retold as like the most beautiful painstaking love stories that you've ever read in your entire life fuck yeah i love that right off the bat i was just like oh this is actually everything that i love i forgot what reading good books feels like every short story that i've read so far hurts so good oh i love i love those feels (laughs) Highly recommend both that book and just the fucking library. Yeah, we Folks. love the library in this house, in this podcast. Absolutely. We stand. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I maybe one day I'll get a physical card. It might be a little bit harder to forget my library. Right. <laughs> yeah. Go library. Woo. Yeah. We have, a, we have current events. We have a, a swarm of current events. <laughs> Where would you like to start? Oh, God. Um, boo, 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 boo. It is a... So it's award season. It's, yes. So, you know, all of, our, all of our faves, out and about, stunting, especially Casey, because she's maybe going to win an Oscar tomorrow. Who knows? <laughs> I, and that's the thing, right? Like... Are we just going to call it now? Because this comes out on this Monday. This is true. After we should. The yeah. So this is maybe poor planning on our part. Um, but, <laughs> but we're just going to have. And we'll be. I'm going to call it. Okay. Make your prediction. You're going to do I, it? I think she's going to win. Okay. I think regardless. Yeah. Right. Having an Oscar nomination is huge. Huge. And this is not. Th- she's only going up from here. Right. But I think that I. Knowing that this comes out on Monday, I'm going to say that she. she <laughs> yeah. So, so if she doesn't get it, it's not our fault, but we know the truth and what should have happened. Um, so yeah, we have Fashion Corner because award yes. season, baby. K Stu at the SAG Awards. Love to see it. Wearing yes. a very like chic cream off white dress situation with like a sheer corset kind of on the top. This is very hard to yeah. describe, I'm realizing now, um, <laughs> which is hard for a JPEG. The top, very, like, white corset. The bottom looks like frosting on a cake. Yes, it looks like a, the texture. a textured comforter that she's wearing on the bottom. Yes, exactly. You know, um, but, like, the top is, like, just the bones of, like, like the wiring and stuff of the corset and, like, super sheer yes. everywhere else. And... Very chic. She's got a nice little updo. She's got some waves going on, which I love to see. It's beautiful. Yeah. It yeah. I love this for her. It was pretty to see the like fancy photos on the their red carpet. My right. personal favorite photos of the evening um, was her and Miss Heim. Oh my god! <laughs> like a cultural reset. I, I never knew that I could want the two of them together. Right. That wasn't even a, a concept in my imagination of a, a collab I would like to see. But I'm so glad we and, have it. And now I am able to go and just print this out and have it. Right. 
<laughs> yeah, for... this is now my new mood board. Um, I'm putting it up. <laughs> it's my favorite JPEG. <laughs> Looking at all these award seasons personally makes me nervous because I'm like, hey, why are you all touching faces? It's weird. Right, you're right. It makes me happy because every time I see her and that's a genuine smile, I'm just like, I'm so happy for you. It makes me happy. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. How do you feel about this GQ dinner? I I have questions. Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> Former roommates spotted. Because this, listen, there's a lot of things to unpack here. This GQ had a, a fucking fancy dinner like a week ago. And somehow yeah. this did not come up in any of our dedicated research of things going on. I just don't know why the fuck people, why is GQ not personally emailing us at this point? I had to find these, some of these JPEGs from like just scrolling on Instagram and to find out this happened a week ago and nobody that they I saw was talking this. about this. Fucked up. They buried this almost as much as NBC is burying the American Song Contest. And that's truly horrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hate to see it. Okay. GQ had this fancy little dinner. All the, all the stars, the celebs, were out just chilling, I guess, with Dior. GQ and Dior. In attendance. Okay. Robert Pattinson, famously. Sure. Andrew Garfield. Also another another really targeting us specifically here. Yep. Also, Phoebe Bridgers. Here's the million dollar question right. that we've had based on our specific podcast. How many texts do you think Phoebe's mom sent that night? That's what I'm saying. Like, did Phoebe tell Robert about how her mom her mom's very strong opinions about Midnight Sun. Do like exactly. what, like do did that come up? It had because what else do they have to fucking talk about besides like what are they what are they talking both about? like you know being a little emo you know what I mean like and and right. representing the emo community <laughs> in popular <laughs> culture right? right outside of that it has to be about Phoebe's mom right she has it to has have to talked be. about it. What the fuck else do the three of these two talk about? Beyonce? The weather? What do you talk about? Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. I need to... I need to know. What I would have given to just be there in the room. Right. To be one of the Perrier bottles. <laughs> to, be, to be one of those humble Perrier bottles just <laughs> looking. Um, speaking of stuff that I don't know what the fuck's going on... We got news this week that Jamie Dornan's still on a weird press tour. He is still what? talking. I don't know. <laughs> um, his agent is just won't let this man rest. Yeah, no. <laughs> All this man wants uh, to do is watch Trolls World Tour with his daughters. And, and he's his, supposed to go back home to his fucking family. And agents will not let him. Is he promoting Belfast? Is he promoting the tourists? Is he promoting something that I he also is in that I probably don't know? I Who's to say? Right. You know? Who can say? So people reported this week that Jamie Dornan was honored at the 16th annual U.S.-Ireland Alliance Oscar Wilde Awards. What a mouthful. My favorite award show. <laughs> Specifically for the, the film that he was in, Belfast. Yes. So first of all, what is this? Right. What is this? <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> What is this? I don't hate it because great Ireland. Sure. Love that. Sure. 
But apparently when Jamie Dornan got up to accept his award? <laughs> Question his mark? honor? Um, for the acknowledgement? For Irish excellence. He, yeah. <laughs> Irish American <right>. excellence. <laughs> um, he got a little, like, cheeky and tried to be funny as a 39-year-old father of three right. can only be. And brought out a pair of handcuffs to reference the Fifty Shades of Grey movies and was like, I'm going to need a participant from the audience. (sighs) (laughs) Sir. So. Enough. (laughs) It's just like, bud, hey, we're all trying to forget this just like you are. Right. Um, Give it a rest. And And also get get yourself some rest, please. (laughs) Please rest. Like, why is, first of all, why is no one honoring his work in Barb and Star? Yeah, cruel and unusual. <laughs> and also, let's, let's just leave it, you know? Especially given the fact that the prevalence of Catholicism in <laughs> Ireland, do we need to do that? Right, let's not go that way, it's a weird, you know? <laughs> it's a weird group of people to try to make BDSM jokes about. Yeah. When we last checked in on Rose... And Lissa. And all of Ferrero's... <laughs> cast of characters. Convoluted, <laughs> convoluted mistakes in Shadow Kiss. Um, therapy was not going well no. for her. She was making some very interesting scientific decisions. Yeah. Vis-a-vis Adrian. <laughs> and Smooches. Um, and... That was the oh, and she also got like her modified field experience, um, right? So yes, she wasn't hanging out with Christian that much, and anymore. and started spinning these theories of what the the bond, right? Means. Yeah, with the ghosts and the ghosts. Yeah, yes, that is where I remember us kicking leaving off. Where are we starting in chapter twenty one? Twenty one. <laughs> we are starting. Um, Rose is just like, fucking, I need to talk to someone. <laughs> right. Sure. Like, I am feeling it, okay? Like, curfew's my time to shine. I gotta just <laughs> peek on out, right. see what's up. Um, you know, Dimitri's not in. She's like, damn it, whatever. <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna, like, come on out and see what the fuck is going on and get a little more conversations going on. Um, with Great. Mr. Priestman. <laughs> Mr. Priestman. Yeah. And Dimitri, my, our boy. <laughs> um, and so she's like, it's interesting because she's always like, he's not like Mr. Religious guy, but he is just chilling, you know, just like. Yeah, I always thought that he went just because he felt like he had to. Yeah, it seemed more of like a, you know, expectation of whatever what is he's just like yep this is what i do it's 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 the day it's the lord's day (laughs) right exactly right and rose is getting quite horny about (laughs) how good he looks in the pews which like i think there's some things going on here rose they may be do i pack how you do it yeah hey rose are we (laughs) having some some religious sexual trauma going on here like what some things we gotta unpack you know (laughs) the church the way that she describes it beautiful yes right and 
And a lot of religious places, they do get pretty decked out. Mm -hmm. Lots of, like, polished wood, lots of stained glass. And I'm a slut for stained glass, so I get it. Yeah, oh, for sure. (laughs) Lots of candlelight. People look great in candlelight. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, and there's incense, right? And so she's like, hmm, okay, (laughs) well... Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like Rose. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> get it. Dimitri, it but. Um, or is it just because, you know, you always get new information and that's very stimulating for you here. Right. And also religion, you know. Right. Which is valid. Um, so she, she pops down, pops a squad next to Dimitri. And is like, we need to talk because Alice gave me some whack theories about. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. um. Uh, what are they called? The wards, right? Of so, it, yeah. they could be damaged or they're fucked, and that's why you're having these spectral visions or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "How does that sound to you? Does that sound like she's actually in the right headspace, or is she like everyone says and just is, you know, off her rocker or something?" And he's just right. like, "No, she is like a credible, you know, she's like she. I'm not sure like how credible she is, but like it's more about what if." Like, these things, these wards are checked on all the time. And also bringing up the same questions that we had last week of, like, why is it so temporary? Like, why does it only hurt, happen in certain places? Like, doesn't really line up with that experience. Especially because he seems pretty adamant that the wards take, like, months to wear down. Right. And that they are replaced every two weeks right and so he's like okay i understand like i can see that but it doesn't fit uh like someone would have caught this right there's guardians around all the time like if there was something if someone was trying to mess with them or something right right someone would have noticed this by this point right yeah yeah and which is kind of a blow to rose because she's like damn it i thought that was something, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a pretty solid theory It's a solid so theory. And Dimitri's still not really on the same page of her seeing Mason or ghosts in general, you know? So it's already coming at a, a harder thing to sell right. at this point. So she's just like, damn it. Like, that was my one thing that I was like, maybe this. But nope. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, but then she's like, you know, there could be the other thing which is the worst one which is the bad theory which is that uh the vladimir and anna situation and how adrian like kind of saw her dark and saw rose's dark energy (laughs) and dark auras and was like maybe i'm getting the the bad juice you know maybe i'm getting the bad (laughs) stuff from this how does that feel (laughs) is that better (laughs) does that work for you that one, he seems like he was adamant does not, yeah. uh, is not going to happen. Seems like not the case, right? Um, yeah. And obviously, he mostly he's just like, did you, have you told Alyssa about like any of this? And she's like, no, I can't. I, uh, it's, this is, you know, scary shit. And I don't know, nobody fucking believes me anyway. So like, what the fuck ever. I'm in this weird limbo situation. Right. God. This is where I got very emo. It's so... uh, Um, Because naturally, Dimitri um, is kind of pushing back on this a little bit. Right. And 
is asking like, okay, so why didn't you, why didn't you tell Lissa? Right. I thought that the whole thing was like, you are bond babes, like you trust her. Um, and naturally Rose is like, well, of course I trust her. Like I, I would do anything for her. I would say anything, but like, right. it's difficult when the stuff that I would have to say right now will make her worry. Yes. And so this is the, just like keeping an Easter Goy away from her, this is how I can keep her safe right now. Right. And Dimitri is like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you need to take care of you too, you know? <laughs> right. Um, that's, I get it. I understand why you're saying that. Right. But that's not how this works. Right. Um, you can confide in like both myself and Lissa. Um, and then gave the sweetest hug Ugh. I've ever read in my life. She's like, this is when I threw my phone. It, yeah, it rightfully highlighted 547 times by Kindle yeah. users. <laughs> and I agree. I concur. Because <laughs> he like just wraps his arms around her and she's just like, because they both like are kind of like just a will they won't they right now of being like, is this allowed? Oh. Like, can we do this? And he's just like, yeah, we got to, I got to hug you, you know, um, doesn't say anything, but just does it. And she's just like crying, you know. And, like, has just resting her cheek on his fucking leather duster or whatever. <laughs> and hears the steady beating of his heart. Obsessed. And is, like, Can't. and says, like, I don't want to be like this. Like, I want to be normal. I want to be like everyone else. And it's just, like, breaking down. And I, I love this for a lot of reasons, right? One, because Dimitri is... Dimitri. Yes. But also because of the fact that this is a, this isn't necessarily coming from a like sexual place. Right. Or, or even necessarily from like a, a romantic place so much as right. it's coming from a way of trying to help steady Rose in this moment. Yeah. And Rose, he, as he is ob- observed, Rose is the kind of person who needs, um, like a physical touch right to release her emotions totally and this mm-hmm. is the kind of thing where it's like if and i didn't know this until i got older too where like sometimes if you just have someone like squeeze you really hard <laughs> right it just allows you to like expulge everything yeah yeah um to just like finally like get out of that really heightened emotional state mm-hmm. and just like release right and I think that that's something where I don't think Rose really even knew that here as well of just like he is that for her of just like, okay, now I can get back to my baseline. Right. Now we're stable. And of course stable. it comes from a, <laughs> right. And it, of course that comes from a romantic place too, but this isn't necessarily like rom- right. romance. No. Um, so much as it's, he wants to be able to help steady her yeah. right now. And that is hot (laughs) and that is the hottest thing of all (laughs) right and he says some nice things of being like hey you know that's you're not gonna go off the deep end like anna like you know you're strong and also lissa's strong like you know you're not giving yourselves enough credit kind of vibes and also proposes like you know if we wanted to see testa's theory out like and you feel like you really are in danger from her magic specifically you know, yeah. we could figure out why or what part of it or any sort of thing. Like, what are the variables of that? Um, and if she stops using her magic, we can nip that in the bud, right? 
Right. Which Rose is like, what Rose wants, but she's just like, but Lissa, though, she really, mmm, that's... What you're saying, Dimitri, is I would have to put my needs first. I would have to uh, advocate for me, though, which is kind of against everything that I do, and why I picked this job specifically, because that's kind of the gambit here. And also what their whole society exactly. has said right. hampiers don't do. Correct. Right. And so that's just like, that's not, mm, sorry, bad idea to be <laughs> That's just not, that's not going to work, my man. Um, appreciate the thought, for sure. Not going to work. <laughs> and that's also something that she says internally at this point right. that I thought was really interesting. Is she's like, why was everyone suddenly challenging something that I'd held as absolute truth right. my entire life? Yeah. And that's something that's really interesting as we get into the really kind of the end game of this third book is like she is having she's questioning everything she's ever known, mm-hmm. which is very like almost 18. Right. <laughs> like it's very normal, um, but still fucked up. Yeah. One thing I thought was interesting is like when they finally leave the um, Ooh, yeah. the church they run it because they're going back to her dorm. Well, he's taking her back to her dorm. Right. And they run into a security guard. Um, and Demetrius like, hey, um, you, you like work security, right? When was the last time that they laid new wards? And the guy, Yuri. Right. Yuri on ice. Yuri on <laughs> <laughs> Fun crossover. Um, it was like a Love couple that. days ago. <laughs> Yeah, what they don't mention about the security guard, even though he's on grass, is that he's still wearing ice skates, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, he's like, a couple days ago, why? Um, and Dimitri's like, do you see? Like, right. it's fine. Yeah, see? Like, it, so, we're good. No, nothing bad has ever happened. Nothing's bad's going to happen. So. It's only not, like, foreboding or foreshadowing. Yeah, nothing bad could ever happen. And everything's right. good, so don't even worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. So field field experiences still happening and heating up more than ever. Um, but not for Rose. Not for Rose, <laughs> right. Notably not for Rose. Like she is like, oh, Eddie has to like defend Lissa like, you know, three times a day now. <laughs> and just has to do all these fights all the time. This guy is wiped, you know. Um, right. But Rose, because she's on her little hybrid schedule um, and to put her, her mental health first, um, is no- noticeably pissed. <laughs> of that of being like i don't get to do shit you know like this is worthless like i'm not even fighting anything i'm not doing anything like this sucks everyone's doing all their cool stunts and shit and i'm just like standing around with christian just (laughs) surveying the premises that sucks right and that was the thing about like the modified field experience is they didn't say they were gonna go easy on her right and they just said it was going to be, like, different hours. So Rose expected she was still going to have to, like, fight and, and prepare and stuff. Right. And now she's realizing that's exactly what they meant. Is like, they were going to go easy on her and she's pissed. Right. She's like, God damn it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she finally, like, tells Christian about this. Yeah. One night is, like, I, I'm not doing anything, like, they might as well have just, like, cut me out from this. Like, fuck this thing. Right. Um, and it's interesting because he gives her, like, a very sincere compliment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, Rose, <laughs> I don't know if you are crazy or not. 
Um, but I'm actually starting to think that you might be like the best guardian. Okay, soon to be guardian. That's out. Ugh, it's so and good. Then, <laughs> and he just said his, he says it like very matter of fact. And then just run, wa- runs away to his dorm and closes the door. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah, because she asked him, he's like, she says, did you seriously just give me, like, a, a, a serious compliment? And he's like, you know what? Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love their relationship so it's much. It's so cute. I love it. It, it is. It's such a, oh, I love them. So good. So this next scene is weird. Yeah. Um, between Alyssa <laughs> and Eddie and the fucking weird right society people. Yeah. Uh, Rose notices that she hasn't really talked to Alyssa in a minute. She's like, let me just check in through the headspace, through the bond, TMTM. TM. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, see you what's up. My, as I, as I load myself VR to glasses. sleep. Yeah, let me just hack into the mainframe, hop into the metaverse, <laughs> and just see what Lissa is up to. And so Lissa and Eddie are... Being nerds. Being nerds in the, in the library. library. Like, frantically taking notes. Um, it seems like they're also doing this... Um, in a way that's secret because every time the librarian shows up, they're like, pss, 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 put stuff in the bag and like rustles papers and shuts the top books and stuff. It feels like the librarian is like, I was supposed to leave an hour ago. Yeah. Can you all please go away? It's like, guys, it's like midnight. Can we get, or whatever that is in vampire time <laughs> of the morning or whatever. It's right. too early for this and too late. So please stop. <laughs> right. And every time Lisa's like, I'm so sorry, like, I'm almost done. Yeah, <laughs> like, I swear, I'm just I swear. Up. Just one more thing, I swear. <laughs> I'll be out of your hair. Mr. Snobby and his fucking backup dude. So Jesse and Ralph come in. His backup dude. <laughs> Snob and Snob Jr. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> fucking booger and snot come in. <laughs> <laughs> like hey they're bitches so <laughs> yeah they suck um, so bad i hate that they're, they're a, now a core part of this like i know because they suck so bad i thought here's the thing that's fucked up right so we were so annoyed about mia and now mia's fine right right mia it seems like well is going to be coming back when she's relevant right but fucking jesse and ralph i thought didn't matter and now they mattered a lot so much yeah it's like in the next chapter <clears throat> but anyway so they come in and they're like what's up nerds and they like throw her book <laughs> across the table and they and flip the table and they're like what's up <laughs> i got a proposition for you <laughs> you're not gonna want to refuse because they tell eddie to like get lost right so this is for to for fancy people. royals only okay yeah Ugh, gross gross with your fucking classism right and, and basically just inviting to this silly, like, cool royal club or whatever. Um, yeah, which the fucking I realized Gilmore Girls Death Brigade or whatever the fuck. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, Alyssa's very much in Alyssa fashion of being like, that sounds kind of snobby and annoying, and I don't like that, so <laughs> thanks but no thanks kind of vibe. Um, Seems and like they... it would take me away from my books. Right. So. Like, I'm sorry Weird. I'm studying uh, for something. Who knows what? Um, I'm doing research, but they keep pressing on multiple counts, right? Which is interesting. A, of the fact that uh, she is very good at compulsion, which would be helpful for whatever brigade of people using their powers and understanding for their weird purposes, Um, which throws Lissa off guard because she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Who said that? Still no. And 
Another thing that's interesting about this is that it feels like, I didn't realize this when we first started learning about this, but like it seems like they're sort of collecting people like Pokemon cards <laughs> up in here. Literally. In terms of getting like the perfect set. And a huge thing of this is like, if Lissa joins, and because she's like the only Dragomir left or whatever, she would be, they, their group would be the only one that they has like one Pokemon from trainers. every family, which is right. apparently incredibly powerful and important. So they're really trying to like hone in on this being like, you got to get in here because like we're going to be powerful together. Yeah, like a cult. Yeah, like like a totally cool chill cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, based on like blood like do. stuff yeah and how loyal yep. you are it's fucked up um especially when it gets to a point where they're like actually like we know that you do compulsion um and so like we know and you should join us anyways yeah so 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 how, how about, about that? that yeah how does that feel to you <laughs> how about that and they are just to me like when I think of Jesse and Ralph now I think of them as like the Mucinex characters they're oh. just like covered in snot yeah that's that's <clears throat> exactly the image yeah they're just they're just not intimidating at all but they just won't shut up yeah and go away and then we get just a little hint just a little peek of the Christian Adrian situation uh, yeah because weirdly Jesse knows stuff. Ralph is related to one of the Vodas. Yes. And so gotcha. Ralph starts talking about the the Adrian Lissa plot that right. the Queen was talking about. And Jesse's like, shut the fuck up. Like yeah. you don't hey. stop saying all of our stuff right now. Right. We need to use that later. Yeah, and just being like, well, if you want to know all the details, join the club. Okay? Like we'll tell you everything you need to know. Right. So that's fun and cool. That won't blow up in anyone's faces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but he said just enough of, like, um, she's trying to get me away. The queen is trying to get Alyssa away from Christian. Right. Um, and Ralph had just enough of, before he was cut off, to say she, like, the queen wants to marry, and that was it. And so Alyssa now is like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. You have something on me, but I still, like, don't like this group at yeah. all. And don't trust The them vibes anymore. here are way off, so, <laughs> no. Especially when they, Jesse and Ralph are, they start to get, like, a little bit physical at the end. Right. And they're trying to poorly use compulsion on Lissa to be like, you need to join this. Yeah, you don't come have a choice. on in. <laughs> But their compulsion is so bad. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It, it is. It's on, It's like worse than Christian compulsion. It's bad. <laughs> and um, to the point where Eddie finally steps in, bless his soul. Yeah. Ugh. It's like, Liz like, is going to bed. Okay. You yeah. assholes. She has a bedtime. God. She has a really lengthy skincare routine. You don't understand. Yeah. Anyways, it's Ugh. really weird. And fuck these two. Yeah, fuck them. And that's just like where it ends right. is rose being like well fuck but thank you for eddie <laughs> right there, so. job 22 we're back at therapy baby god damn it we're <laughs> back <laughs> we're back so and she makes a whole big thing about being on a sunday which i think is very funny of being like oh, is there no sanctity <laughs> in anything does <laughs> does deirdre have nothing to do on the weekends like <laughs> i do find it weird though yeah like it is it is weird Right. So, so I mean, you're not wrong. Not Rose. wrong. 
but also therapy is important, even though it's not, this is, is not the best situation that you're in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Your therapist is pretty weird. So, so she's talking about this, this whole, what the future is like with Lissa. And she's, she says stuff in the same way that she always has of being like, well, it's, I'm just going to be there with her and take the same classes as she does. Cause I have to protect her and I have to, you know, got to be with her all the time. That's kind of the whole thing. Um, and she, her therapist is like, do you want to do that? Is there something else you would like to do? And she's like, that has never even crossed my mind. Why does not clicking? Like I, <laughs> all I've been conditioned to know is this life, which is to protect Lissa, whatever that means. And I have I'm so no. Glad that she finally stands up for herself, though, and right. is like, I think it. She finally tells Deirdre, and is like, I think it'd be useful if you stop talking to me like I'm a Roy. Right, because that's I don't not have choices. Right. So what are you doing? So let's just stop playing that game because it's not helping anybody here. Right. And she also makes a fun point where it's like, what What would I do with? <laughs> If I choose chose classes that I wanted to take, like, do you think I'd get a degree and be an artist or something, <laughs> or like live my live my truth another way? That's not really the plan, okay? It's very odd that this is one of two confirmed therapists we know on this right. academy campus. Yeah, we don't know if there's others, but it's just very odd to me that they that this is who they have talking to not just Maroy, but. Also potentially Hampiers. Yeah. Knowing that this is not the life for everyone. And it's, I understand why Rochelle's doing it, but it's just like, what the fuck? Right. It's so <laughs> annoying. <sighs> the other thing that I found interesting too is like, uh, Rose finally says like, we don't talk about Mason. I thought that was the reason why they met, like they made me come here is like to talk about Mason. Why don't we talk about Mason? Right. And the therapist is like, well, don't we? <laughs> and then the session ends. Great. What the fuck? I'm glad everyone got everything they needed out of that situation. <laughs> God. Because it's like, and even the lead up to that too of like, you know, she's, it's mostly talking about this work thing of being like, yes, it's a balance and every job has shitty things and good things and whatever, whatever. Um, you know, and kind of is repeating herself quite a lot of being like, I don't understand. Like we're going in circles, you know, like. Yeah. This is just where I'm coming from, and this is what the situation is, so I don't understand what you're trying to do with this, you know, and everyone goes through this kind of thing, and then Deirdre's just like, well, you see ghosts, so that's that's different. And then it's just like, <laughs> well, can we talk about Mason then? And then it's just like, nope, we already do. Wink, wink. Bye. It's over. Great. It's so annoying to me. Yeah. Ugh. This this therapist would piss me off. Yeah. Like you're gonna end on a on a question. Hello. Yeah. No, Fuck thank this. you. <laughs> Anyways, um, the I thought it was interesting here um, that. Ooh. So this little Sunday fight. <laughs> this little Sunday. Fight. Yeah. This little Sunday fight. So it starts off with. Rose and Lisa are like comparing their notes on therapy. Right, um, which I love. <laughs> I love that a lot. And I think Rose initially was under the impression that her and Lisa had the same therapist. Which would be wild. Which, <laughs> which would be wild. And as Lisa mentions, would be a conflict of interest. And they do not. Right. Um, <laughs> and so very interesting. 
and they're talking about some other stuff uh, as well. And get specifically, a, yeah, go for it. No, please. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just like um, they're so they're they're chatting and stuff, and are swiftly interrupted by Dean Barnes, notable to the book. We all know famously remember this man. I definitely can conjure who this person is. Yeah, Dean Barnes. Our, our favorite cast, Dean Barnes, um, and he is drunk. Which is, so which is crucial. It is like, you know, I would assume the morning or the middle of the day on Sunday when they're doing this. Whenever that yeah, is a vampire time. Yeah, pretty early vampire yeah, time. early-ish, right? And he is, he's drunk. And so, and he just stumbles in and being like, hey, Rose, a bunch of us are trying to figure out why you're on halftime. Like, why you're not doing <laughs> the full training experience. What, are you a pussy yeah. or something? Um, which is interesting. This is the first time this is brought up, you know, like I think Rose has kind of been dreading this, a confrontation like this for a really long time. And, um, it's just been like, God damn it. Like I have to do this whole thing. Like, you know, and advocate for myself. And like, I've been sick and it's a whole thing and I'm not going to like go into specifics or whatever, but you know, whatever. Presumably, um, like in my brain, I've been thinking that, like, maybe Lissa has been, like, compulsing people to maybe not ask. Right. But it's interesting that Rochelle hasn't necessarily, like, mentioned right. that right. aloud. Yeah. Which is yep. interesting. Um, and so they're kind of going back and forth of him just being, like, annoying and aggressive about it, you know. And it's like, this is a, yeah. th- this is the real world. We gotta, like, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> and then, boom. Something in the force. A disturbance in the force. <laughs> Literally. People are fighting. And Rose is like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> this is it. Finally. Finally, I'm here. Like, she wasn't even with Christian. She was just with Lissa. But, like, this is her operating and acting out what she actually wants to do and what she's doing. Whatever. Um, and on her day off, it's like a pop quiz, one could say. <laughs> like, you know, Guardian is coming in, fucking fighting, throwing punches, doing shit. Because that's the thing. It's Sunday. Right. They've been told this doesn't happen on Sundays. Right. And yet... Our girl Rose, ready to rumble, crushing it. Um, meanwhile, starting first yeah, with Yuri on ice. With Yuri on ice, <laughs> Dean is noticeably uh, losing it, um, not having oh, yeah. a great time here. <laughs> and at some point, like Rose has to kind of like pop in and be like, "Okay, let me just take on." Like, there's three people doing it, or at least two at yeah. first, you know, um, and trying to like get. I think in there. there was someone named like Jean that was trying to go after Dean, which is funny. Nice, right. for yeah. Um, but Rose had to like go and take care of all of that, right? Because Dean was, was not, yeah, not conscious, not very uh, able to to fight. Um, not helpful. And then, uh oh, we have a third uh, opponent in the ring. It's fucking Dimitri. Which this, this is hot. Friends, <laughs> this is like everything Rose has wanted. This is her wet dream. A like romantically and sexually but also just like career wise and validation wise she wants everyone to fucking see that she can take down someone like dimitri because he's kind of a legend in the in the school or whatever and he's fucking huge and like you know a lot of different things he's very powerful and so she's like and she's been training with him for almost a year now. so she she like you know which actually helps her to advantage because at first she's kind of like fuck this guy is 
very strong <laughs> and very big. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I know his weaknesses and I know his, like, blind spots and can, like, over time get into the, the groove and the rhythm of, like, standing your own but then kind of, like, finding a way into it that will take him down. And There's a part where Ferrero mentions, like, behind Rose when she's fighting Dimitri that people were clapping. Yeah, people start crowding of, up. Like, they are <laughs> hooting and hollering. <laughs> all I could think of was, like, in Wii Sports when people, like, when the Mies start, like, rhythmically clapping. Yes. And that made this so much more interesting in my brain. <laughs> yeah. But this is, like, hot. Yeah, this is... Rose does a really good job. And she, like, wins, but she doesn't... Dimitri doesn't let her win. Right. It is it is a full fight. Yeah. And, like, she even, like, at one point, like, has to, like, elbow him in the face or whatever. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times, like, they're fighting, like, really fighting uh, in these experiences. But, like, when you're doing the stake, it's more of, like, you just pat it and you're like, okay, they tap out kind of vibe. Like, it's never actually, like, right. fully super violent to an extent but this one with dimitri is like we are going you know elbows in like fucking punching we're fucking throwing shit to the ground yeah i think one of the other guys i don't remember his name right now but one of the other dimitris Mm -hmm. um has mentioned that he has like some black eyes yeah or something that he's gotten you know, like, hit in the face accidentally, right? <laughs> Just from, like, tussling. Mm-hmm. But this is something where Rose was like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> like, yeah. it's Dimitri, so yeah, whatever. he can take it. We can talk about this later. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this. Uh, yeah, and um, she got to flex and be like, I, I took all three of you down, uh, and Dean can suck it. <laughs> Half time my ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because of the fact that, like, when she finally like pins him and they have the the like yeah you did it she's still like on top of him right like straddling him and they're both like exhausted because that like they fought like really fought yeah um and she's like whoa (laughs) so she did a great job dean like she got congratulated by all of her instructors and dean got in trouble because it's like you're not supposed to have alcohol on campus right you dingus yeah you fucked up on multiple levels <laughs> right exactly and you would have died yeah dean. jesus mm. anyways um but now rose is like wet <laughs> and muddy and she says that she has to go like change for dinner so i guess it was like afternoon okay or gotcha so sure got it um Oh, then we Which get is why more... it takes like an hour before she goes back to the commons where things are even more stressful. There are more fights. What is happening? And not part of the experiment this or the not... test. Yeah, this, this is, is not a test. This is not a test. This is fucking Adrian and Christian and Eddie kind of in of the background. Of all people. Um, just like duking out with like a crowd of people around them. And it looks very menacing. Um, yeah. Eddie's kind of there being like, hey guys please stop what's going on like please don't do this whatever the fuck is happening um the noticeable thing here is that rose had taken a long time because she needed to shower and change right she'd missed most of dinner and when she had left Lisa was really proud of her like really proud of her right and 
Rose thought it was weird that Lissa hadn't sent her any like nagging thoughts through the bond. Right. Um, through the grapevine. But she was like, <laughs> yeah, through the grapevine. But then when she ran into the commons, she got distracted because she saw Adrian and Christian going at it. And Eddie was like, uh, hey. Yeah, help. <laughs> help, please. <laughs> when she saw Rose, which is great because he needed help. And so Christian and Adrian... Well, it's really Christian that is yelling at Adrian. It's Christian. It's yeah. Christian who's doing the fighting. Because he is... Adrian's just like, what? We were just having a conversation, and now you are yelling at me about something I've never right. done, which is approach or plan to be with... Orchestrate a plan to be with Lissa or something, you know? Right. Um, but Christian is just like, no, fuck you, dude. <laughs> just like yelling and getting fire shit of being like what about this what if i do some of this huh what if i use this forgot i could do this i used to i once set someone fully on fire remember that <laughs> you weren't there for that but i need you to know this. he wasn't there but yeah but you need to know <laughs> it's not good but naturally everyone around them is very excited yeah they're like fuck yeah this is what i'm talking about baby <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they get very disappointed when this stops because Adrian uses compulsion to be like, you need to knock this off. Yeah. Like, stop it. You need to say you're sorry <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to say you're sorry. This is mean. I know you don't like me, but this is just frankly disrespectful. Right. <laughs> and finally, when Rose is able to go up to him, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Why? I was gone for literally an hour. What And happens? you do this. <laughs> <laughs> And it turns out, of course, that Ralph talked to Christian Ugh. and said what was correct. Ralph didn't lie, right. but he was still being an asshole. Right. And Christian got very mad right. and started a fight. Which, great. <laughs> and he should not have listened to Ralph, even though what, surprisingly, Ralph said was true. Well, right. And the fact that Ralph sort of maybe implied or maybe Christian took that as that Adrian was also in on it I think was a huge sticking point too right of you know but Adrian's like I don't know what the fuck this is I don't like like Lissa's your girl and I love Lissa but like we're chill you know like this is not something I'm trying to like do at all so yeah we good like (laughs) is this okay (laughs) and it was very clearly uh a distraction ploy because when they finally came to and were discussing this, Rose asks the most important question, which is where is Lissa? Where the fuck is Lissa? No, we haven't like, seen why her. Why is she the one that stopped this? Right. And everyone's just like, uh. And Adrian is like, and well, how about you tell us? You can tap into her brain. No? Like, well, that's the weird thing, too, is like, why i know it's a day off for eddie right but like eddie asks is she asleep because she didn't come to dinner okay so things are like not clicking you know everyone's like what yeah no one has no one has seen her since rosar an hour ago right yeah um and so adrian's like hey how we just tap in and see what's in her brain and she's like i can't actually this is a really there's nothing i can feel in here which is unusual you know, um, and, and that only happens when Lissa's blocking her like, out intentionally. like intentionally being like, nope, sorry, you got, can't do this, which you think she would yeah. utilize more when she's having sex. But that's, I guess, her that's own thing. That's her own thing she has to deal with, I guess. <laughs> Maybe she like 
well, maybe when she's having sex, it's like the Natasha Bedingfield, like, release your inhibition. Right. <laughs> right. You just lose all control. <laughs> um, yeah. And after a little bit, can sense something different, like, yep. and sense where she is. Um, and it's not good, friends. We don't. It's bad. Uh, we just have an oh god, a scream. Lissa's screams, everything, and then pain somewhere from her body. And then a lot of pain. Which, yeah. not great. Not, not loving good. this. Not loving this. Yeah, not a, a ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No, um, no certainly no. not. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Um, so I will be interested next week when we get to chapters 23 and 24. Hell yeah. Um, how things go, because it's a day off on Sunday, which can only mean bad things yeah. because people are up to their own devices. And my fear is that this is a this is a mucinex problem. Yeah. These are the slimy boys. Those slimy boys. Yeah. Which is not good. Um we have some amazing patrons. The opposite of our mucinex boys. Yes. Great people. Yes. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Kyle, Katie Black. Thank you, Katie. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Bam, 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 bam. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Thank you to Mouch Gray. Mouch. Mouch. Thank you to Taylor Brown Town Lautner. Thank you to Jasmine, Anastasia. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. 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 Thank you to Clara Belikov. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Thank you to Abby Ivashkov. Ooh. Thank you to India Peach. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Wow. Thank you to my mom, your mom, all of our moms, Kelly Beck. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. And last but certainly not least. Thank wow. you to Maria Swan. Wow. I have a fan fiction for you. Hell yeah. That I found all on my own. Oh no. <laughs> um, this is by the author Alpha Yamurgo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sure. Um, and this is titled All's Full in Love and War. Okay. <laughs> 
The summary is, it is a lovely morning in the academy, and you are a horrible soul goose. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this was published, oh shit, this is recent, um, in February of 2022. Okay. Wow, hot off the presses. Love that. I know. This is from chapter one. Rose was used to being woken up by three things. The sun, an alarm, and Lissa's nightmares interrupting her own very pleasant dreams about hot guys rubbing suntan lotion on her. She was not used to being woken up by a screaming honk and a face full of feathers. What the fuck? She spluttered, shoving the offending goose off her chest and across the room. The goose honked its displeasure and charged. Oscar, caught in the middle of the room, yelled and went scrambling for the window, but it was too late. He was knocked out of the way and went sprawling at the foot of Lissa's bed. Rose stood on her bed and grabbed her pillow, brandishing it between her and the goose. The goose grabbed the pillow and tore, down flying across the room. Are you happy now? Hissed Rose, feathers in her hair. Honk. <laughs> Unrepentant. Rose shouted Lissa, who had rescued Oscar and was cradling him in her arms and maintaining a safe distance from the goose on her own bed. It's your soul goose. Rose looked at Lissa, then back at the rapidly advancing goose. My what? And scene. Wow, bravo. That Thank you so that much. was a incredible, <laughs> incredibly written, but also a, a emotionally charged performance, I would say, on that one. I um I may have tried to practice this morning and I scared myself pretty bad. Yeah, understandable. But wow. What a the collab and the crossover I never knew I needed. Uh, but I love it. So if you are interested in finding out what the actual fuck a soul goose <laughs> is, um, and if you're okay with reading about birds, yeah, um, then I would definitely check that. It's a recent ass fuck. Yeah, so, I'm I'm invested. Uh, yeah. I might open fanfiction.net for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it is in fact a Hugo Award winning archive of our. Oh, own. even better. Yes. yes, as it should be. <laughs> um, so. It's, it's been a while since we've had a good, it's a good funny one. Yeah. So you all might, you might need it. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, fans, uh, enjoy the library for us. Yeah. Uh, take some photos of some squirrels. Yeah. And let's all and- hopefully celebrate a case two Oscar win. <laughs> okay. For real though. Uh, yeah. That's, we, we will have something to celebrate regardless. Um, well, Folks, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get hot. <laughs> <laughs> but get whipped, though, like for real. Or whatever. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye.
You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media. Audio for everyone.